Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome, everyone, and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are in the best of health, best of strength, and most importantly, in the best of spirits. And as always, before beginning, I'd like to start by giving all thanks, all honor, all praises, and all glory to Father God Almighty, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Because without them, I am nothing. But because of Christ Jesus and what he did on the cross at Calvary, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Including this podcast, as well as this podcast episode, and definitely this series and this episode. And before beginning, I'd like to take some time out real quickly to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening, downloading, sharing, commenting, etc. I truly appreciate it. Today is January 21st. Oh my goodness. The month is almost over. It's almost time to pay rent. <laughs> So yeah, today is January 21st, 2023. January is almost out of the can, almost done with. Like one more, let's see, 10 more days and it is over. Time is waiting for no one, seriously speaking. Where I am at, the temperature is currently 44 degrees. And it's in the evening. The time is currently 10.34 p.m. And I am currently sipping on nothing. However, I just finished a nice cup of coffee. I made some coffee earlier today. So I had some left back. So I just heated up and I had some of that with... What was it? A maple something roll. Wasn't the best tasting. But for me, luckily, that's a good thing. So, yeah. So, basically, nothing is in my cup right now. It is empty. But the spiritual cup runneth over. So, the name and title of today's episode is... What... I have learned. Leah, the first wife of Jacob. 
This is part five and the final part and episode of the I Am Unloved series featuring none other than Leah, the first wife of Jacob. I know previously I said it was going to be a four-part series, but it turned out I couldn't squeeze everything in a four-part series. So it ended up being a five-part series with this episode being the last of the series. And if you have not had a chance to go back and listen to the other episodes, I will leave links in the description box where you can do so. So this is episode either 115 or 116. I'm not sure, but it's either one of them. I think it's 115, not sure, or 116, something. It's either 115 or 116, but yeah, I'll figure it out eventually. So sit back, relax, grab yourself your favorite hot or ice cold beverage, and join me back here in a few minutes as we get started. So I will see you in a few. I'm going to go ahead and get some water and get these pipes lubricated and I'll be back. Are you looking to spice up your quiet time Bible time with the Lord? Well, guess what? I might just have the right thing to help you. There is nothing better than being able to spend quality and intimate time with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and in His Word. For many of us, this may look different from day to day. Check out my 20-piece digital quiet time Bible study bundle. It comes with six topical scripture writing plans to encourage and uplift you as well as to help you get into the Word of God. So if you're ready to dig deeper or simply ready to give your Bible study a boost, check out my 20-piece Quiet Time Bible Study Bundle and other digital Bible study resources at Jahira Print Shop. The link will be featured in the description box. And as always, I'd like to take the time out to say thank you to each and every one of you. I do hope and pray that you will be blessed. are listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast with yours truly, Arlena. Stay tuned. Welcome back. And actually, I did go ahead and check to see exactly what episode it's supposed to be. Yes, and it is episode number 115. Okay, and as I stated before, this is part five, which is also the final part of the Leah or the Unloved, I Am Unloved series. 
featuring Leah, the first wife of Jacob. I am not going to do a recap. Um, however, I will leave links in the description box where you can catch up on the rest of the episodes. So basically, this particular episode is kind of dealing with what I learned from this particular series or from Leah. Leah, like a lot of women, did everything she possibly could as a woman, a wife and a mother to get her husband Jacob's affection. And somewhere along the line, through everything, Leah came to realize and learn that no matter how faithful of a wife she was or how many children, mainly sons, she bore Jacob, she could and probably would never have his love or his affection. A painful reality, but it's a lesson that she definitely learned. She dealt with it triumphantly. The beauty of Leah's story is she turned her eyes off of her situation and she placed them on the living God who became her helper, her love, and the lifter of her head through Christ Jesus, who comes from the bloodline of her son, Judah. Now, despite all of Leah's pain, her rejection, and probably embarrassment, Leah remained faithful, not just to Jacob, but also to her God. Our first love as believers should always be no other than our Father through Christ Jesus who died for our sins. He should be our highest priority. And when we put God first, he will never fail us. Neither will he ever leave us or forsake us. And just like he did not fail or forget Leah, he can do the very same thing for both you and I. I was once again reminded that when we are facing pain, whether it be physical, spiritual, or emotional, let God in. He is right there waiting for us with open arms and open ears, but most importantly with an open heart, just like he did with 
Leah, and many others in the Bible and throughout the world and in history who placed their trust in him. Exodus 15 verses 2, which is actually the scripture that I'm currently meditating and feeding on this week. The NLT version reads, God is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. He is my God. I will praise him. There are going to be times and situations in this lifetime and in this walk that we are going to find ourselves in, whether it be physical, spiritual, emotionally, financially, etc. But no matter which situation we may find ourselves in, the most important thing is, what are you going to do? What am I going to do? How are we going to handle these situations? Are you going to turn to men or men like Rachel did when she told Jacob to give her children? And I like how Jacob responded to her. He said to her, am I God? Or are you going or even I going to turn to God like Leah the unloved by men did? but who was loved still by God. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that rejection and reproach are easy. It is not. But with time, it becomes way better. Especially when you start to understand the things of God. Yes, it can be extremely painful. And yes, at times it can even be downright embarrassing. And yes, at times it can make you feel or even believe that you are not worthy. And that is exactly what the enemy wants both you and I to feel, think, and believe. But the key is you have to know who you are. And most importantly, you have to know whose you are. Yeah, I might be unloved, rejected, overlooked, and not of importance down here. But according to my Bible, which is God's word, and my relationship with the living God that comes through Christ Jesus who died for my sins, the last time I checked, I am part of a royal priesthood. I have been set apart. I am one of God's chosen children. And according to the world and their definition of success, I might be a nobody down here. But you see, in the kingdom to come, if I continue running this race, I am going to be a big shot in the new Jerusalem, and so will you, if you continue also running that race. The key is, what are you focused on? 
Are you focused on the things on earth? Or are you busy laying up treasures in heaven? At this point of my life, I am more interested and more focused on laying up heavenly treasures. Now, this is not something that I just learned today. And as I've said, and God knows how many episodes at this point, I came from a ministry that taught us. And it taught us to prepare ourselves for heaven rather than just preparing ourselves for things down here in the world. And not because I am single or the fact that I have never been married or had any children and I'm over 35 means that I have failed or that I'm a loser or a has-been according to the late Kevin Samuels, who, by the way, is no longer here. You see, it was not easy. It took a lot of trial and error. But by the goodness, the grace and the mercy of God, and what I was able to learn over the years, I have exchanged my pain where that is concerned. I exchanged my pain, my humiliation, my lack of the fact that I never married or had children for something far greater. I exchanged all of that for the greatest love of all, which is the love of God. Because, as the word says, and not just the word, I can attest to that throughout my life, throughout many trials and tribulations, that indeed he sticketh closer than any brother and better than any friend or any man. You see, at this point of my life, I have a love that never fails, nor does it fall short. And the thing about it is, it's such a beautiful love that it's enough not just for me, but for anyone who wants to receive that love. And it's all for free. I have found a love that will never die. I have found the love of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in exchange for my singleness, I was able to develop a wonderful relationship with the Father, the triune God. Today, I am in love with my God because he has been 
so good to me that I can't even begin to find the right words. Much better than I probably even deserve. You see, he stuck with me through the loader bar of life. When many turned their backs on me, he was right there with me. And it was during those loader bar down in the valley moments that I learned to read my Bible, to dig deeper in his word, to research, to fast and pray. It was during the valley of singleness, hardship, suffering, pain, rejection, embarrassment, and reproach that I came to see God's mighty hand in and on my life. It was during those times that I was being trained for service for his kingdom without even realizing it. Not just for his kingdom, but for his honor and for his glory. And it was during those times that I learned to hear his voice and have him reveal so many things to me. Today, I have a relationship, not a situationship, but a relationship with the one who sticks closer than any brother or sister and better than any friend or even husband. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There are going to be times in your life, as well as my own, and there have been, that the enemy is going to come knocking. He's going to send people to remind you of the fact of whatever it is that is on the list of society's idea of success that either you or I have not obtained. Whether it is because you do not have any children, whether you don't have a husband, whether you don't have your own house, your own car, success, etc., whatever it may be. He will probably even remind you that you do not look like Rachel. You're probably beating yourself up because you don't look like Rachel or a supermodel. You are probably whispering to yourself, if only I could look like Rachel. I know he would love me. I know he would marry me. Take a word of advice. Learn to love yourself. Remember, God loves you. The fact that I or you may have never been married or have had any children does not mean that that defines my life or my story. And neither does it define yours. When the enemy comes knocking with all his mess, this is when you have to know how to fight back and to speak to that mountain or better yet, speak to that devil. Know that you are worthy. You are wanted. You are loved. I know I am loved and I know I am wanted because Christ died for me and he died for you too. 
You see, my worth is not based on what I may or may not have financially, physically, or romantically. Now, there might have been a time in my life I did feel that way, but not today. However, my life is based on what I do have spiritually that many people today in this world lack. And that's none other than the greatest gift of all time, which is the gift of salvation. And better yet, my life is not about who I don't have or who I did not get. It is based on who I have. And that is none other than the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who is, who was, and who is to come. And you better believe he coming. And that is none other than the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, I was passed over. But guess what? God didn't pass, pass me over. However, Jesus, Jesus didn't pass me over, but instead he became a Passover lamb for my sins. So you see, it's not about what I have or lack thereof or who I am or how many letters are behind my name or lack thereof. Neither is it about how many degrees I may have or not have. And I do have, yes. But it doesn't define me. It is, though, about whose I am. Because, you see... When I reach to the end of this journey, I need to know whose I am. Because <laughs> if I don't belong to the right who, 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 okay, whoa. It is about how I might be found worthy when my race is finished. And just like Leah at the end of her journey has left a legacy pertaining to God's goodness, his kingdom and his glory. Just as Leah's name can be found written in the page, the pages of God's word and its history. Just as Leah's remains lay with the patriarchs of biblical history. And just as Leah's name will forever be tied to the living God, his son, Jesus Christ and the house of Jacob. And like Leah, may my name also be continually tied to the living God and his son, Jesus Christ. Most importantly, may my name be found written in the Lamb's book of life eternally. So to sum it all no matter what I have been through, God knows I've been through a whole lot my entire life. And sometimes it can become frustrating. But I know God is able. 
And that is the price that many believers will face. The Bible tells us in Psalm 34 verses 19, many, my pastors always say this to me, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He didn't say out of them some. It doesn't say few are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them some or some of them. It says all. It says many are the afflictions of the righteous. True children of God, trust me, you're going to go through it. But no matter what, he will deliver us. Now, delivering us might not always look the same. And sometimes, deliver us means you might have to go home. And even though I might have been robbed of my marital destiny, I was not robbed of my life and neither was I robbed of my soul or my relationship with Christ Jesus. If anything, I have gained. I have gained for what I have lost. I have turned my eyes to my master. My God, my deliverer, my rock, my fortress, and of course the lifter of my head through Christ Jesus who died for my sins and the Holy Spirit that convicts me each time I'm wrong and intercedes on my behalf as to how to pray. And yes, by the world's standards, I may have lost, but the key is I have learned. What about you? Can you say the same? What is that? What is it that the enemy has used to bind you up emotionally using his evil weapons of either rejection, reproach, not being wanted, love or seen? Which one is it? What is it? Listen to me. If anyone who is currently listening to this episode who might be struggling with rejection, reproach, unworthiness, or being undervalued or not appreciated, know this. God loves you. He sent his only begotten son to die for both you and I. God hears you. God sees you. He sees your pain. He knows what you are going through, just like he knows what I'm going through. He knows when I, when I do feel the pain at times. Jesus loves you. He died for you. Turn your eyes from your circumstances or situation and place them upward to the Lord. He promises us that he would never leave us nor will he ever forsake us. And that includes you too. 
He has a love unlike any other. Won't you open up your heart to receive it? It is free. It does not cost a thing. And it doesn't come with strings attached or any types of conditions. The conditions have already been paid at the cross. It is right there waiting for you. He is right there waiting for you. Call out to him in prayer, just as Leah the unloved did. Trust him just as she did. He got you. I promise. He got you. So to sum it all up, the lesson of this story, you cannot buy someone's love nor their affections. You cannot make someone love or want you. That is something they have to do for themselves. The same way you have to love Christ for yourself. He doesn't force us. God doesn't force us to love him or to accept his son. That's a gift that has been given freely that we have to receive freely with an open heart because if we don't receive it freely, then it's not true love. So yeah, so my final thought there is you cannot buy someone's love. Neither with mandrakes, children, more children, you know, whatever the case is. You can't. You just can't. And of course, Leah was thrust into a position where she had no control back in those days it's not like today we got women's limb and women's this and women's that you know women were to do what they were told and she was thrust into a very unfair circumstance I think they all were to a certain degree they all really were but at the end of the day God took her pain and her shame and he turned it all around And what a beautiful prize in Christ Jesus that came through the bloodline of her son, Judah. So yes, we have arrived at the end of part five. And of course, not just part five, but the final episode, the end of this series the I Am Unloved series featuring Leah, the first wife of Jacob. I hope that you enjoyed this episode as well as the entire series. I hope that it was helpful to someone because I know while doing the study, it was very helpful for me. And there are many things that I discovered while doing the study. And it's not like I don't know Leah's story, but of course I touched it at a time In my life when it was just uh, something different. Let's just put it that way. And there are things that I learned about Leah. And I realized the woman that she was. She might, you know, the Bible refers to her as being tender-eyed. But she was also very tender-hearted tender-hearted and 
If I had a choice between being a beauty queen and being tenderhearted, I thank God that I'm tenderhearted because I have a heart that is after his own. And you can you can never beat that. There ain't no amount of beauty could beat that. So yes. So yes. We have Yeah, arrived at the end. Um if you did not get a chance to listen to part one through part uh, four, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and I'll leave links in the description box where you can do so if you choose to do so. Now, the next episode is going to be a wonderful episode and I cannot wait to share it. And actually, it was initially, as everything, also supposed I suppose it, I'm just getting supposed to have been done since season four, but unfortunately time and life did not permit it at that particular time. So it will be this season or better yet next episode. And I cannot wait to share it with you. And I'm so thankful for the day I discovered this information. Yeah. This season is going to be jam-packed and I'm trying to stay on top of things. And it's going to be very informative by the grace of God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us and for caring for us always. Thank you for sticking closer than any brother and better than any friend. Most importantly, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die for us. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we have arrived at the quote of the episode. And this episode's quote is, Sears are the price of scepters. Our crowns will be wrested from the giants we conquer. Grief has always been the lot of greatness. It is an open secret. And that quote was taken from none other than my favorite, or one of my favorite devotionals of all time, and the one I'm in again this year, which is streams in the desert. So once again, I'd like to take some time out to say thank you to each and every one of you for taking time out to join me on another episode as well as another series. And thank you for listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that this episode or this podcast or this series has been a blessing to you. And indeed, if this episode, this podcast or this series or even just this episode has been a blessing to you, Please feel free to share it with others. The gospel is free. Please feel free to subscribe to the Words of Encouragement podcast on iTunes.com, Spreaker.com, Podomatic.com, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Player FM, Podacy, Podtail, Deezer, and everywhere that podcasts can be heard. And also you can feel free to like, share, and subscribe on either one of the above mentioned platforms. Also, please feel free to check out my other podcast entitled The Nuggets of Thankfulness 
podcast, which is a devotional audio podcast featured on Spreaker.com, iTunes, and Google Play, and everywhere that podcast can be heard. I look forward to being with you on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. Remember, as long as there is life, it is never too late to accept Christ. But now is the time. Be blessed. See you in the next episode.